0: 133rd Psalm. This psalm has always kind of reached out and grabbed me as I come by. It. It's a wonderful psalm. I flipped on the Facebook for a second this morning looking. Just scrolling down, I wasn't doing anything else. Brother Barney Bryant had put in there the 133rd Psalm. I said, Great minds think alike. You have that thing on the road up, Mm hmm. He how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. When we look about us in our day, it kind of looks impossible <laughs> that brethren could dwell together in unity, but he qualifies that as the brethren. Uh, They're separated out from the other, the worldly people, so they can agree in their center point is Jesus Christ. We just sang that song, by the way, Christ, Christ. We say that kind of loosely sometimes, Jesus Christ. Uh, He is the center of all things. Yeah. Uh, he must have the preeminence. Right. Uh, the one that came to save his people. His name was Jesus. And then the Christ was added, the anointing the one God hath chosen, the one he has sent, one that was to willing to do all that he has commanded to do. He came. He said it's like a precious ointment Up on the head. It ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard. There's an anointing here of the priest The picture carries over to Christ, our high priest, anointed of the Father, that he might carry out all the Father's wishes and might bring it to be. In Aaron's spirit, it went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Hermon, And as the dew that descendeth upon the mountains of Zion, this is a good part. For there the Lord commanded a blessing, even life forevermore. It was in the anointing of Aaron, the priest, that was commanding. He was to enter into the most holy place. the throne of grace he must enter in and intercede for you and I that he might pray to the father that he would take care of us and save us not just save us from hell but save us to the uttermost is what it said save us from ourselves mainly we're our own worst enemy. <clears throat> we have to keep fighting old flesh, don't we? Keep carrying it around with us. Keep fighting it. Sometimes it makes you want to lay it down and go on and do away with all those things that would trouble us and beset us. All this was beginning in the book of Exodus, the 12th chapter. <clears throat> verse 1 And said the Lord, spoken to me as he spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall ye be unto you a beginning of months, it shall be the first month of the year to you, this new beginning. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying in the tenth day of this month, They shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers. A lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for a lamb, let him take his neighbors next unto his, his house, and take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male lamb, first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel, and ye shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood, and strike it upon the two side posts, and on the upper door, on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in, the night, in that night, roast with fire, and unleavened bread, And with bitter herb, they shall eat it. What I'd like for you to see today is that this bitter herb was turned to a blessing for the people. It was turned to be a sweet-smelling savor unto the Lord. But it must be that Jesus would come himself, the lamb without spot and without blemish, one that had done no wrong, one that was pure and whole. And he must come and drink that cup of bitter herbs. (coughs) That's the picture that's being set forth here. The other picture was that the Lord is going to snatch your Israelite people out of Egypt. going to do it suddenly, real quick like going to give them a new birth, a new life, and move them out. Them, don't, don't, don't use any leaven in the bread. We don't have time for the bread to rise for you cook it. It's going to be a sudden thing when the When the whistle blows, you move. Keep your shoes on. Keep your your girdle buckled around your waist. Be ready to move. But as you're waiting on that to happen, you're to take the sacrifice and offer it up with bitter herbs what bitterness lord came what bitterness upon him 12th chapter of book of hebrews Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. And it sat down at the right hand of of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction. That's what we want to look at this morning such contradiction. He come unto his own. And his own received him not. His own people. His own kind. (coughs) And they've turned him away. Even to the extent that they led him to death on the cross. Uh, a great, terrible death, but that wasn't the main thing. He suffered such great a contradiction of his own people. What, what awful thing! He come to a particular people, and they wouldn't receive him. On and on. He kept saying, It it is not this Joseph's son. Isn't he one of, of, of these people that we have known? And yet, he was the Lord of glory that had come among them. Such great contradiction. The suffering was as great drops of blood that was coming forth from him, bleeding for his people. The cup of bitter herbs. Drink it with bitter herbs. It's going to be a bitter day. It was a dark day. makes us think even in the land of Egypt was darkness. There wasn't but one place there with any light. In Goshu there was light. But now we come to this dark day in the ninth hour. It was great darkness on the land. Another dark day. In Christ's suffering upon the cross. In the darkness come. What darkness? No Savior? He drank the cup of bitter herbs, lay down his life, that we might have life, paid our sin debt. he was a propitiation to the Father for us. What great contradiction, though. The Lord had sent him to do his will, to carry out all the commandments. I've done all that was asked, down to death, laid down his life for his people, anointed unto that. What an anointing. He poured oil upon his head. You ever look at the oil? It, it was made up of olive oil and four principal spices. Not just any kind. Principal spices. It was be poured upon his head. Anoin. Christ. Christ. we just sang a song that's a good song <laughs> Christ the anointed one where would we be without the anointing that anointing is shed also to you and I if you know the Lord if you love the Lord that anointing is shed unto you also it's, it's peaceable, the anointing. And this feeling, is just a calming, a, a spreading forth, a pouring out, if you will, of oil upon his head, upon Jesus' head, that he might be the Christ. The pouring out of the oil upon his head also, but the pouring out of the blood upon the cross of Calvary. That's what the real pouring out was. It came came of water and of blood, and it pierced his side, and it flowed out. So was the anointing. It flowed. It went all the way down to the hem of his garments, all the way to the ground down his head, down Aaron's beard, down his garment. It covered him with the oil of gladness. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Verse 4, he said, Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin, and ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children, my son, despise not now the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked. So we look unto our Lord in the pouring out of the ointment upon his head, that it might even extend unto you and I, anointed, the anointed one, the anointed people. They're made new in Christ Jesus, anointed unto good works. As was the Lord, in the book of Psalms, 45th chapter, They just want to stick together. <clears throat> Verse 1, he said, My heart is inditing a good matter. I speak of things which I have made, touching the king. My tongue is a pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into, the, into thy lips. Therefore, God hath blessed thee forever, the Christ. Verse 6, then jump up there. Thy throne, O God, is forever, and ever the scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore, God, thy God, hath anointed thee with all of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made thee glad. Kings and daughters were among the honorable women. Upon thy right hand did stand the queen in the gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, incline thy ear, forget also thine own people and thy father's house. It's speaking of Jesus Christ. He came unto his own, and his own receive you not. But it's also speaking unto us. Forget all those things that are of the worldly nature, and hold on to that which is anointed. Which is spiritual. Get a hold of that. It's the most important part. He said, All thy garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia, have the ivory palaces. Once again, speaking of the anointing oil, principal spice is very best out of the ivory palaces. It couldn't just be this any kind of oil. And then there's a warning that went with it. Don't use this for anything else other than the anointing of my people. Make it an ointment as an apothecary ointment. Blend it together and make it perfect. So it's a sweet-smelling savor unto the Lord. The Father sent him to endure the cross, and he became a sweet-smelling savor unto the Father, a sweet anointing of the Father. And he done all that for the love of his people. For you and I, you shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul, and thy neighbor as thyself. The love of Christ is shed abroad. Even in the anointing, it it run all the way down to the garment. You ever notice too, the priest's garment, it had to be all the way to the ground? So it wouldn't show any of his nakedness. It had to be full length. And the oil run all the way to the hem of the garment. It covered the whole thing. Nothing left out. In the, in the psalm, psalm, First verse of the song, the Solomon's song, I'll get me Solomon's song or the song of Solomon Chapter one and verse nine it said I've compared the Oh my love to a company of horses in Pharaoh's arm a uh, chariots. Thy cheeks are comely with rows of jewels, thy neck with chains of gold. We will make the borders of gold with the studs of silver. While the king saith at his table, my Spaniard sendeth forth the smell thereof of sweet savour the love of the Lord. A bundle of myrrh, that's who the Lord is. A bundle of myrrh is my well-beloved unto me. He shall lie at night betwixt my breast, my beloved is unto me as a cluster of camphor in the vineyards of Engelad. Behold thou fair, my love, Behold their fair. Yea, pleasant also. Our bed is green, the beams of our house are cedar, and our rafters of fir. And in chapter two, in verse one. He says, I am the rose of Sharon, and the lily of the valleys. As a lily among thorns, so is my love among the daughters. As an apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste he brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. <coughs> oh, how sweet, how sweet the smell of love of Lord, who has tasted the bitter herb and then tasted also Of the goodness of the Father, the love of the Father that he has shed upon his people. Stay with me, save me with flagons, comfort me with apples, for I'm sick of love. Or I'm love sick, we might say in our day. Love sick. His left hand is under my head, and his right hand doth embrace me. I charge you, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, by the rows and by the hinds of the field, that ye stir not up or nor wake my love till he please. The voice of my beloved, behold, he cometh leaking up on the mountains and skipping up on the hills. My beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind the wall. He looketh forth at the window, showing himself through the lattice. My beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. The winter's past this time. Kind of see a thing here of Israel in Egypt. Come on, Israel. Don't. Keep your shoes on, be ready to move, be ready to go. Come, come and go with me. I'm going to lead you on out of this land into a land with great pools of water. A land of milk and honey, where you can feed upon it. In verse in chapter three and verse six, he said, "Who is this that cometh out of the wilderness, like pillars of smoke? What does that make you think of? That's how it come, wasn't it? Pillars of smoke, and it filled the house so much so that they couldn't minister." It was full, full of the glory of God, like pillows of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense, with all powers, of power powders of the merchant. Behold his bed, which is Solomon's. Three score valiant men are about it, of the valiant of Israel. And they hold their swords. Being expert in war, every man hath his sword upon his thigh because of the fear of the night. King Solomon made himself a chariot of wood of Lebanon. Sweet. Smelling, savor. It was perfumed with myrrh and frankincense. That's a couple of the principal spices. it's put together. It smelled good. It was perfume. Mountain of myrrh into the hill. Of frankincense in verse 6, until the day and the shadows flee away, I will get me to the mountain of myrrh, and to the hill of frankincense. Thou fair, my love, thou, there is no spot in thee, a lamb without spot, and without blemish. One that would come and lay down his life for his people, for his church. He loved his church, and he gave himself for it, and he's put it together. In the book of Ephesians, the fifth chapter, In verse 1, he said, Be ye therefore followers of God, as dear children, and walk in love. As Christ also hath loved us, he first loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice. This is, this is the Lord's Passover. Jesus Christ. The Passover. It's the Lord. Do you know, understand the Lord always provided his own sacrifice? It wasn't any different when Christ came. It was the same thing. This is the Lord's Passover. He has loved us and hath given Himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savour. The sweetness in it, Second Corinthians, the second chapter. In verse 13, I guess I had no rest in my spirit because I found not Titus, my brother, but making my leave from them, I went thence into Macedonia. Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ, and making manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ. Wasn't anything of us now. You get that straight. Sweet savor of Christ. In them that are saved and in them that perish is both, is one unto one is death, and one other, other is life. To the one we are the savor of death unto death, and to the other the savor of life unto life, and who is sufficient for these things. For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as a sincerity but as of God in the sight of God, speak we in Christ, the anointing. There's a certain peace in this, not as many of which are corrupt, that corrupt the word of God, but as of sincerity. In the sight of God. And we speak not of ourselves. But of Christ. What. What work. If Christ had done. Up on the cross. For you and I. drink the cup. Of bitter herbs. It was a reminder to the people of Israel as they offered the sacrifice of the bitter herbs that the Lord Himself must drink. Sometimes we think we're going through some stuff, but what did He say? You have not resisted unto the shedding of blood. So we look on the one that did one that saved his people from their sins, the Christ, the anointed one, one that came and done all that was commanded of him to do, that he might be a lamb without spot and without blemish, that he might be the perfect sacrifice. Don't just get any kind of spices, get the principal one. So we see in that also Christ, a perfection there. He said, Don't make any ointment like it. Don't use it on this anybody. It's got to be pure, perfect ointment. It's kind of like the book of Revelation. Don't add anything to it, don't take anything from it. It has its own fullness, and its fullness is in Jesus. Right.